This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is The Boop Show, episode 228. Today is Monday, November 25th, 2019. Hey everybody, welcome to The Morning... No, what is this? Yeah, The Morning Boop! (laughs) It's the morning boop. <laughs> ah, ah, that's the kind of day I'm having. Nothing works. My brain especially. Hey, it's uh, the Boop Show. B-O-O-P. I'm Scott. That's Brian Dunaway. We're here and we're making a show. Hi, Brian Dunaway. How are you? Oh, hi, Scott. I heard we should make a show. That's what I heard as well. Uh, we, uh, we, uh, you know, we're on this every other week schedule and sometimes that's a bummer because I miss having this conversation with you. But hey, folks, a uh, quick little note here. Brian and I might be having a little couple things boiling around on the plate that we're talking about, some interesting ideas and some things, so just keep your eyes peeled, keep your ears on. You never know what's going to come around the corner and bite you in the Peter. So, oh my God. I know. This is such a violent Scott. It is pretty violent. Don't get bit in the Peter. That's my advice to you. Right, right. Uh, there's dear a, listeners. Here's a, oh, wow. We're getting so off. There's a skeeter on my Peter. Blow it off. You ever? No. You ever heard that song? No. You ever know? No. Right. This is great. Tell me more about this skeeter no, on the Peter. I've never heard it. I, I was just I'm, I'm trying to figure out if this is the right place to say it because it's kind of blue for uh, what we usually do. Well, but I'm going to do it. There's yeah. a there used to be a song called uh, Well, we used to sing it. I don't know where it came from. I don't <laughs> know if there was a comedian, but a friend of mine used to always sing it. There's a skeeter on my Peter. Blow it off, and I don't know. <laughs> exactly where he got it from but it always made me laugh there's a skeeter on my peter blow it off that's like exactly that. how it went okay that was it i knew it i just had a feeling yeah i never heard that one before i know what a skeeter is we used to catch skeeters and uh yeah put them in my like friend's lunch bag and stuff like that yeah you ever get chiggers uh no chiggers are very south very in the south but when i was in mississippi uh this one time we played touch football in a field that looked right. looked fun, like it was fine, no big deal. But there was some kind of tall grass in there, and I thought, "There's stuff down here that is making <laughs> chirpy noises." I don't know, man. No, oh, let's play. So we played, and then uh, went to bed or something, and then woke up the next day, right. and everyone's feet looked like elephant feet, and they were all red <laughs> and bit everywhere. It was awful. It was awful. Oh, they're the worst. They're the worst. Yeah. So, but I do like that you call it. This is we all. As long as we've been together, we've been doing this. Oh my God, how many years has it been? It's got two thousand five. So twenty years. Uh, hold on, it's getting on there. What fourteen, 14, 14 years? Fifteen years? years close fourteen to it. or fifteen years of this? Yeah. And it always amazes me how things are different in Utah and South Carolina. As much as the internet has brought us together, there's still things that mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't believe that you people do that. Yep. Well, here's the thing: if you lay, if you go to the south. Uh, South Carolina, Mississippi, whatever, and you lay out overnight, like in the in the you know in the brush, right? You're gonna wake up in the morning a skeleton because you'll be eaten yes. by a billion bugs and 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 little things. Here, 
you can do that and you might get a mosquito bite. You might get a couple spider bites, but it's all desert threats. It's not really all those humid bug threats you guys have. Right. And Australia is like a hold our beer. Yeah. Hold, hold, our hold, hold this giant beer of ours because right. oi mate. Oi, we're going to show you what it really feels like. That's right. I'll tell you what it feels like to play games though. We played games and uh, we're going to start talking about them now. Brian played two very significant things. Well, one is a game and the other yeah. is a game on a platform that's very significant in terms of what's kind of in the breaking Wait, there's news. There's more. There's actually one I didn't put in here. Hold on a second. I played this too. It's also very oh, stick uh, that significant. In. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick it in right now because yeah. I almost forgot that I played this. Not because it's bad. It's because I didn't have as much time to play as I wanted to. So I get you. That. I get you. Stick it right in there. But yeah, I played a lot of... I played a lot of uh, triple a and big big stuff big dick big stuff yeah week. big dick stuff so here's the deal that's not what i said no that's my friend's name from high school his name was big dick stuff okay and right. uh, big, we used to hang rich. out gotcha. and uh he was a great guy anyway hang out hang out with bigger <laughs> so um yes i'm gonna start with something a little bit small and then we'll move over to brian my small game right. to talk about is a game called lonely mountains colon downhill right uh, there is no quitting you in this game it's not one of those it's not What's that show called? Broke back. It's not Brokeback Mountain. It's right. uh, it's none of that. It's a game called Lonely Mountain, and I'm gonna show you guys on screen here what this is. Uh, there you go. So chat room, you can see this video going. You're gonna look at that and go, oh, all right, it's some kind of oh. BMX biking dude, and boy, he's not made of too many polygons. And now that you mention it, the whole world's a little bit stylized and low poly looking. Interesting. What the heck is this thing? Well. If you have Microsoft Game Pass, you may have seen this on the Game Pass list of games, mm -hmm. uh, non-Microsoft games that were uh, showcased recently on there that you could then download and play if you wanted to. Uh, you can buy this in other places and play it. Uh, PlayStation has it. The um, I think Steam may have it also. If not Steam, right. certainly Epic. Somebody does. Anyway, I got it off the Microsoft uh, uh, Game Pass for PC stuff. And... It's a downhill BMX thing with amazing sound. Um, right. It just sounds amazing. I can't even. These polygons are so. It's, yeah, it's very so low poly on purpose. It's meant to look, you right, know, right, right. all stylized like that. Um, your goal is to just do a series of like downhill Burns. runs, and there's checkpoints. And if you crash, it makes you start from the last checkpoint. Use a controller mainly. I guess you could use keyboard here, but I'm not. Um, and uh, there is something about it. I cannot put my finger on why I like it so much, but there is a feel to this that's just jamming with me. Right. And it's very fluid. Yeah, it's very fluid. It has a just great control style. Um, if you're smart about how the brakes work and how the acceleration works, then you, you get a good feel for the rhythm you need for, you know, how to take corners at, at speed and, how to avoid obstacles like big rocks jutting out in your way and that sort of thing. It doesn't give you a full view of what's ahead of you. You have kind of a three-quarter view, a little broader than that, but uh, you know, a smaller view over the over your character on his bike and a section of the uh, of the mountain as you're as you're traversing it um, with all of its jumps and bumps and all that other stuff. But then you also can't necessarily tell that right ahead of you is a big cluster of rocks that you need to go around. So so you some of this is luck. Some of this is uh, break and be ready for the unknown. Or you've already been through this part and you know that there's a 
part of this that you have to be careful with or whatever. Right. right. Um, there's cliffs you can jump sometimes. A video just saw one of those happen. Uh, trees will sometimes be much more uh, populated than usual, and then you got to watch out in there because you'll just slam yourself into a freaking tree. And uh, it doesn't have music for the downhill part. It's just this great audio uh, engineering that just makes it sound like you are in nature on this bike. You hear birds flying by. You hear your bike making all the bike noises that bikes make. And when I say bike, we're not the talking motorcycle. Made... We're talking like, you know, no, no. pedals. It's a freaking BMX pedals. bike. Exactly what it is. A little BMX bike. Yeah. Which is, and, you know, I'm watching this video footage of, of the game, and it seems to capture something in a different method than what you actually experience when you're riding a BMX bike around, you know, down hills and different things. I mean, you're trying to really get, get past all the obstacles in real life when you're riding a bike. You only got so much vision, right? Because you're going in a pretty good clip, mm-hmm. and they, they've they've narrowed your abilities to uh, my camera's off, yeah. and uh, they, they've <laughs> narrowed your your abilities to uh, see uh, where you're going. And yeah. it sounds like they've really created this really immersive experience that kind of is, you know, realistic towards riding the bike outside. Yeah, and it feels unpredictable at the same time. Their skill in learning the course. Um, and it just gets harder and harder, and every course has different ability or different uh, unlocks and achievements and stuff that you that you aim for, like get all the way down without ever hitting a rock, or go all the way down without uh, without pedaling ever, or don't break once, or you know, like that kind of stuff. The um, only thing I'm disappointed in, I haven't seen yet. I really need every time you fail, I need a cutscene of you sitting there holding your knee as it bleeds and just going, ow, 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 it burns. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Like him just going, Yeah, he doesn't do any of that. He does wipe out, and when he does, uh, there's there's pixel blood, uh, sort right. of just chunks of, of, of um, what's the word, voxel blood will go flying. Because, again, this is purposefully... Not cell shaded isn't the right word. It's just it's low poly, but too it's for an artistic effect. It works really yeah, well. Yeah, it was good because you're talking about riding, you know, peaks of mountains and and you're passing by these trees and it just and it it's got to be able to render each part of this fairly quickly. So it, it's it's artistic choice, but it's also a, probably a very uh, very good. It probably helps performance. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. I mean, I don't actually know. It does a tilt shift effect as well. Right. That makes it seem like. You know. But this is this is not procedurally generated, right? This is this is actually like maps of of different tracks. These right? are set tracks, yes. Um, right. I okay. think. Oh, don't quote me on this. I want to say either I heard they were talking about doing it, or there's a mode that includes possibly the ability to uh, to play this Creature game maps. on on generated, you know, like on the fly maps. Oh, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure about now, that. That would though. be kind of cool. Yeah, it would be cool. That would That'd be, be a neat cool. feature. If they don't, maybe yeah. they should consider it. But Lonely I, Mountains Downhill. Do they explain why it's called Lonely Mountains other than there's no music and it's just you? I don't know. Since this is the colon downhill game, maybe they have a Lonely right. Mountains Uphill or a Lonely Mountains... Right. Uh, Lonely Mountains Camping Just, just sitting here, yeah, <laughs> camping next to this rock. <laughs> colon, we're out here in nature.com. I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking, but... 
I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's got a very good reviews, and it's got it's nine out of ten on Steam. Yeah. Now, do you feel like you did you say you played this on the Game Pass, but you play it on PC, right? Yeah, PC on the Game Pass. Yeah, you're on it. Yep. Right, right, right. Don't have an Xbox, and so I play all my Game Pass Microsoft stuff. I play on uh, on right. PC, but they're they put more and more of these like smaller indie games on there, and I love it. Love it. Love it. So good. And if not, you can always pick it up for twenty bucks off of Steam. Uh, yeah, very positive. This came out recently too. This October the twenty third, so really recent. Yeah, pretty new. I kind of just bumped into it. Honestly, I just saw yeah. this thing and I went, "What is this even?" And I downloaded it and I went, "Oh, this is Ew. rad." And then I started Ew. seeing there were some articles. Kotaku had a guide that was talking about, you know, what to do in the game to make it better. Oh gosh, or how to how to like skip certain obstacles or take jumps off right. of, off of certain ledges and not worry about dying if you do and. And that sort of thing. The guy in this video is slamming into a lot of trees, and I don't know why. Right. I was just looking at that because I was like, I was watching yours, but I also was flipping between the Steam page. And the Steam page has this montage of bloody accidents where the guy's just hitting things one after the next. And it is just brutal. Yeah. It just looks vicious. Yep. It's pretty vicious. And again, you can select mountains. They're one of them. They have different trials per mountain. This is the greater horn is the first one you on. And in order for you to unlock additional mountains, you have to accomplish those trials. So right. the beginner course is includes a certain number of uh, conditions that you have to do. Like, right. you know, no uh, few resets between uh, uh, checkpoints or stuff like that. Right. Um, right. I think it's rad. I really like it a lot. And uh, would recommend this highly to anybody out there who wants to try it. The version we're watching on video here is somebody on the PS4 version. Uh, I can't tell here because I think this is captured in 30 frames per second, but it's 60 FPS on PC. It looks really good. Yeah, I I saw, like I said, I saw some of the trailer uh, on the Steam, and it just looks amazing. Yeah. It's just neat. It's a neat thing. I do like how they don't break things up. I mean, because they they have all your uh, tips and instructions as, like, place markers in the uh in the actual world mm-hmm. you know it's like oh you gotta hit the l button to do this yep by and the way chat uh fastidious in the chat says omg he has no face you're right the, the character has no face he's just got a Too little many trees low poly face he's like uh <laughs> the game is like a like a cyber truck simulator just low <laughs> poly but, yeah, but low yeah. poly again uh, it's clearly on purpose and it, it's meant to have a certain feel to it and I love games that look like this. I like RPGs that look like this. There's a few games out there. It's kind of a thing people are doing right now or messing with. And I right. dig it. I dig it. This is probably really good on Switch. I don't know if it's actually on there, but it would be great on there, I'll bet. Yes, it's a good idea. Let me see here. Yeah, see if it is. See if the Switch version offers no, 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 or if there is a version. Switch, because that's where I'd like to play it, even though it is free on my Xbox Game Pass, but... Well, not really free, right? Well, a, you're paying a monthly subscription, right? Well, it's probably free for me because I keep getting the great deals. They're still doing that on the Xbox. I keep extending yeah. it further and further out for, you know, five, ten dollars here. And it's just right now I'm going to have it until, I don't know, the next Xbox comes out, I suppose. I, I updated it, uh, mine, to the full-blown uh, Ultimate. Yeah, yeah, Ultimate. Even yeah, though I don't correct. benefit I, as much because I don't I have an Xbox, but I want, I want all the PC benefits, which are many. Um, right. And I have a feeling that that will be the subscription that includes xCloud and all that. I mean, they may X-Cloud. they may decide to charge separate for that, but I don't think so. Oh, I got into that uh, the xCloud thing. The Let me beta? See. Did you play the beta? Not yet. I I just got it like Saturday, and I haven't had a chance to mess with it. And you'll know why very shortly here when I talk about it. But it was odd because it said it'll take like two months, and it was like 
48 hours later, here you go. Come on in. I was mm. like, all right, so I guess that's cool. Yeah. I want to, I want to know more about that because in light of Stadia and other, other goings on, I'm super curious about that. All right, let's get to uh, a PlayStation game that you're playing. Death Stranding. It's not like anyone's not heard of this. This is a huge AAA yeah, release. Yeah. This is a gigantic thing. It's a very divisive game. There are a lot of people who right. really dislike it and a ton of people who love it. It was nominated for something like 12, I forgot the number, but a ton of awards at the Video Game Awards. Now there's controversy about that because the awards are run by Jeff Keighley. Jeff Keighley is actually in the game and is friends with uh, Hideo Kojima, so there's like a lot of people going crying foul about that. Whatever. I don't care about awards, so oh, it doesn't bother on. me. Doesn't really bother me, but um, I would be very curious as to your opinion of Death the Stranding. Stranding of the, dirt, the of death, the death. The death, the stranding. I about pooped my pants last. Was it? I guess it was last year, the year before last, when yeah. I first saw the first trailer for this game, and I got so excited. I said, "That's it. I'm playing this game. I'm buying it full price. I don't care." So I, I did just that. Hideo Kojima. Uh, this is their first thing. Uh, this first game since they stopped doing the other studio. Right. This is the first thing he's done, and yep. he's trying to create something called Strand Gaming. Like, all right. Well, it's just deli- UPS delivery service gaming. That's what it's right. Like. It's a new and basically that's what, if you haven't seen the game, I I, I don't want to over explain the game because you've probably seen a million bits and pieces from this game. Death Stranding is essentially what some people call a walking simulator. Mm. Those are bitter people. I don't consider a walking simulator any more than I consider. I don't know. Pac-Man, a dot eating simulator. I mean, there's there's something there's a lot more to it than that. First of all, there's Norman Reedus. Uh, you may have seen him in that Walking Dead series and a couple other shows, but I think he does a fantastic job. I love how they, the characters look like uh, the people. Lindsay Wagner is here. Wasn't she that bonic woman? Yeah. Remember her? Yeah, these are all, yeah. these people are mo-capped into the, into the game. Yeah. Mo-capped. They're mo-capped and they're in there and it is good, slow storytelling, just like you would expect from Hideo Kojima. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of backstory when you first start, and there's a lot of information. And I don't want to give away too much. I'm trying to figure out how to tell you about the story without giving away too much. But I will tell you this: in the trailer, they say he is uh, Sam Porter Bridges, and he is trying to reconnect the United States. And he's going to do that by carrying products and items in crates and boxes on his back like a mule. Mm-hmm. And jogging all over the place, yeah. going up and down mountains. And you may think, I don't really want to, like, you know, be the postman of video games. I don't want to do that. But it's actually a lot of fun trying to find this balance. And you may not like this part of it, Scott. I know you're not much of a, a survival game kind of a thing. And this is not really a survival game, but it is about managing your energy yeah. uh, as, a, as a person. And not my favorite to- idea. It's not your favorite idea. I actually like it. I like it a lot, but that's what you're doing in in this game a lot. You're trying to manage how much energy your character has and and keep it efficient uh, in trying to get from one destination to the next. I mean, I should say that I really, really like his brand of crazy, so I'm super into his stories and his storytelling methods and the weirdness that is the Kojima game, but what I've always liked about Metal Gear Solid is just under the weird there was always a really, pardon the pun, solid game to play. Yes. This, to me, seems like a lot of fetch quests and weird stuff to do in between the psycho storytelling, which is what I come to right. a Kojima game for. 
Right, right. You absolutely do come for it. And that, but it, he keeps it, he mixes it up a lot because you're not just uh, doing the walking simulation. You're also trying to avoid uh, being. Okay, so there's Timefall. Have you heard about Timefall? You know what that is? No. So essentially, it's a side effect of what's going on. Uh, and it is rain that essentially fast forwards time. So anything this rain touches fast forwards time and will degrade. Uh, the products you're trying to carry. Okay. So you're trying to you're trying to avoid areas where that happens. Plus, when that is happening, also there is uh, there are souls there, or not necessarily souls, but they're uh, what they call the uh, they're not called they're called not bridge things. What are they called? I, I forget. Know. They're called BTs. Anyway, BT. Oh, is it the babies? The little babies? No, 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 no. Those those are called BBs. Those are bridge babies, and no. the bridge babies are awesome. And is one of the things. Is a cheap emotional trick that I love. I mm -hmm. love to death. It's a cheap emotional trick to put this baby in this pack that you used to carry. He's kind of like in this uh, this embryonic fluid bag that you carry around, and he helps you uh, with his his ability to bridge between uh, two worlds essentially. And he is able to help you deal with these uh, these BTS that are trying to pull you down they 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 are like lost souls trying to just suck you down it gets more deep than that but that's how i'm going to describe it but because there's a little bit of, i'm going to call them a what's butt, that bt stands for butt tickler butt ticklers yeah no it's uh what is it it's like uh bridge things butt uh, things it's uh, not butt things boner tropes. why can i remember uh what's that uh, being trosby oh it's beached it's beached things beast uh, things really is that it beast, beast things yeah that's part of the story i oh. should probably shouldn't have told you that uh, oh, free rangers! Free rangers picked it up there too. Oh, yes, look so. at these poor birds just dying here at the beginning. Yeah, that's because they're instant. They're getting hit. This is the time fall. So the time fall. This is this is right in the front first of the game uh, where Norman Reedus is kind of scooting along in his bike. By the way, there's a lot of walking, but eventually you get some. You get some to ride some vehicles too. Well, how come Norman uh, Reedus isn't getting wet and having a problem with his? That's life? well, that's revealed really early on in the show too. Okay. That's one of the things. That's one of his uh, abilities. He has this ability. Uh, he has what's called dooms, and he has this ability to not be affected by it like other people are. So he, that's the reason why he's able to. That's the reason why he's got to save the the U.S. So he's and he's resistant to these. Uh, he's time resistant to rain certain things. things. Okay. Correct, All correct. Right. Like I said, I don't want to give away too much of the story because the story is a lot of fun as it full unfolds very slowly, very slowly. A real real slow burn, if you ask me. Yeah, but. Like I said, I I get so caught up in the story and none of the runs so far, the walking simulation, I've played maybe 20 hours or so. Uh, none of the walking simulation to me has gotten monotonous. It doesn't bother me because it seems like the walks are pretty fast and there's usually something that happens along the way. Usually mm -hmm. it's not just, oh, I've been running for you know two hours trying to get here. Usually something happens and, and upsets the balance and it's kind of like, little mini game kind of there within and there's usually lots of goals going on that you have to accomplish it's very task oriented like you had mentioned earlier in the in the in the review of of, of this game so personally i think it's great it may be my game of the year and some people are going to be really mad about that because it's like it sucks it's a walking simulator and it's only getting like an 80 like you know like in the 80s or b scores for most places because i think 
the people who hate it really hate it. Yeah, people I are mean, they, they welcome, really hate it. Video games today are you either you go very tribal and you go one hard way or the other, but uh, this does seem to have a real mix of both critical and user reviews across the board. People are right. either really blown away by it or not so much. Uh, and that's interesting because I suspected, I thought it was going to be controversial when I first saw the thing, even have its first yeah. trailer. I went, well, here's one of those we're all going to be talking about like crazy and it will become a huge deal whether you play it or not even because people are going to want to discuss this thing. Right. Uh, which is happening. By the way, quick shout out. I got to give a fast shout out to Aria uh, who's uh, watching us right now. Oh, yeah. She's tiny and she's cute and uh, her dad and her are watching uh, us do this live, so I just wanted to give her a quick good. She looks Hi, like Aria. Anyway, sorry, go ahead, Brian. You were saying. Oh, uh, Death Stranding, like I said, it's gonna be, it's probably going to be, don't be surprised if I call this, unless I get really frustrated if I call this my game of the year. And like I said, that's probably going to be, it's probably going to make some people a little bit like, that's stupid, Brian. Right. But hey, I think you... there's, I think there's things here that make it stand out that it almost really does feel like a really special unique game that just stands out and i don't think it stands out in the way uh hideo wants it to because what he wants to do is like i said create this new genre called stranding or or strand yeah so strand gaming so essentially what it is what does he mean by that that you okay, maybe you can explain to. that because i don't right, get right, it right. when he says that so the idea is this uh the the, the most efficient paths for you to get from one location to the next can be uh, improved because when you first play, as as other players play, they can mark things along the paths and they can leave things like ladders and other things that will help you get through the certain areas. So in the beginning, when this game first launched, there was no markings anywhere. You know, there's no there's no fast pass. You know, to get to one place to to the next. But as more and more people play, they find more efficient ways to traverse the terrain. And as they do, they're marking them or leaving products at portals that you can come and pick up items to help you on your way. So it's kind of a shared community way of making uh, the task uh, simpler, maybe, or, or kind of working together. Mm-hmm. So each strand, each individual is kind of like a strand in the game, this, this building, this bridge uh, that, that is kind of, uh, does that kind of make sense? That's it does. kind of what totally I'm sense. understanding from the strand. Yeah. Now, yeah. real quick, before uh, we get too much beyond this, I want to mention that the game is a little cornball in some places. Yes, very cornball. And so I want to play a line that I heard. Somebody sent this to me. This was actually said in the game. This is Norman Reedus talking to the bionic woman. And I'm going to play this uh, exchange just real quick. See if you can get the reference, everybody. Listen closely. It's real dumb. But we did know one thing you did care about. Something you were willing to cross the continent for. Yeah. A reason to build the UCA. It was Die Hard Man's idea. Die Hard Man. Mm -hmm. The names are weird. Yeah. So I'm Mario and you're Princess Peach. (laughs) Now listen to this. Are you right? I never gave a shit about this country. I have no ties to anything or anyone but you. I'm so sorry, Sam. But it all worked out in the end. Okay, I'm gonna skip ahead a little. Let's go. Here she goes. How do we do it, do we? 
jump like fragile? No. The beach goes the whole way. We run. Together. Run? Yeah. Like Mario and Princess Beach. <laughs> like Princess Beach. Princess Beach. It is. There's some parts that are just. They are mood breaking. The one of the things I love about this game. Oh my gosh! Yeah. The one thing I love about Death Stranding it is it is one of the most emotional experiences in a game that I've had since probably the last God of War game. It is it emotionally resonates but then you get stuff like that and you go oh my god but then you realize also that it's got a very it's a very japanese way of storytelling that uh is is westernized plus Nin, so plus it, hajima hojima kojima is a kind of he's yeah. pretty nutty even by those standards so he likes to take us places that are just like yeah. completely I out of it. weird weird town you know I love it. Now the chat room, uh, I just saw it. The Wraith eighty six, who by the way is 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 great for tips and stuff, wants to know couldn't they just use drones for delivery? Why in this future world will we still need people? And that's explained in the story. Uh, there's kind of a a rebellion against technology. Uh, even though there's still technology in place, there's a rebellion at some point in time, and that's kind of where this dystopian future kind of comes from. So okay, uh, it's a really interesting concept. And isn't there like, there's, bl- there's commentary on like uh, commercialism and, and oversaturation yes. of corporations and, and that sort of thing too, right? Like you're going to get a little bit of that. I would love to sit down and have a real long discussion. If you ever play this about all the, all the story elements, because the story elements are just, it's, I mean, it's stupid in some ways. In other ways, it's like I have never seen anything close to this in a video game. I think so. what I'm legit going to do is sit down and I'm going to watch. Somebody's going to take all the cutscenes and all of right. the story bits and they're going to make one big montage of it all mm-hmm. and cut out all the gameplay. And right. I think I'm gonna, I think that's what I'm going to do. Cause that would why, still be really long. Yeah, it's, and it's fine with me. I like, I like that stuff. That's why I come to his right, games. Right. I just don't, what he's doing in between those moments isn't interesting to me. I just cannot get excited about it. But what happens in those those peak story moments for all the cheese and the cringe and the weird, I'm all in on that. I want that in my life. So I'm going to do that. And you and I I can can, have a longer conversation. I can't recommend it enough. I I think Death Stranding is a great game. However, if I were you, and this is what I did. I I knew Hideo Kojima. I'm like, okay, I'm not 100% sure this game is not going to be you know, Princess Beach is what I was afraid of where I got it. So I went, I went, uh, I was, I was lucky enough to have it in the red box. I picked it up for three days for seven bucks, played it the first night I knew. I'm like, might as well take this rental disc back because I'm getting the full version. Yeah. But uh, I, I would recommend if, if you have the, if you have the opportunity just to, and you're like near a red box and you just, you know, it's in there, just freaking pick it up. See if the gameplay is for you because if you don't like the gameplay, you're not going to have fun. How much but shirtless? I, I like the how much shirtless Redis do I get? A lot of shirtless Believe Redis. Not, not a lot. I actually like how he. Uh, they, the only reason why he's shirtless in some of the scenes you're showing is yeah. because it's important to the story. I don't know if you can quite see in that, but he's he's got hands on his on his body. And by the way, those larvae that are floating around those are those are delicious. Oh, they eat them. Well, she does. Why are they floating around? Uh, there's a lot of floaty stuff. This whole, actually, all the characters look like they're constantly floating in water, and I, that's intentional. Ugh, that was a gross shot of her eating that. 
Right. Oh, it's so yummy. Look at her. Mm, so man, what a treat oh, this so is to find a floating grub in the air. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, but I'll tell you, it, it can be very frustrating, though. You know, you have sometimes you'll have a game that's got physics that on paper sound like they should be really, you know, work out really well. But you're working with such a uh, a terrain that sometimes you will get stuck in certain areas to the point of frustration until you kind of learn how to not get frustrated and just kind of backtrack a little bit and go forward. But I've watched video of people who will be determined that the straight path is the fastest path and they'll get into a certain area and they'll refuse to backtrack and they'll just, you know, freaking spaz out. Mm. And I'm like, it's, that's, that's kind of intentional and it's kind of frustrating. I kind of wish that it wasn't there, but I kind of understand why it is. Okay. Why are, why are umbrellas all funky delic? <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to. It looks like Elon Musk designed it. You mean? Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. What is the deal? I I have not apparently gotten to that story point point in Death Stranding. I asked the same thing. I'm like, what's that all about? Yeah, that's funky. Is this a girl he ends up with? I don't want any spoilers. I guess. Is right. She, is, right. She a, is she a lady friend here? Or what's she her She is deal? just a lady. She's just well, actually earlier he like runs into her you never really you kind of have to question i haven't gotten to a point that i understand exactly who she is i got an idea of who she is but i don't know if she's going to come in play again later on like i'm only about i guess about maybe halfway through and you like that uh you like that mads mickelson feller don't you he's cool oh yeah 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 Yeah, we like that guy he's he's freaky oh i love that guy all right. Well, Death Stranding, Brian's game of the year, unless something drastic happens. Unless something is getting, time's running out, man. Yeah, time is running out. Currently, I'm, I mean, I'm not playing this, obviously, so maybe I would agree, but currently I'm I'm still holding uh, Outer Worlds, the Outer Worlds, rather, I, up at number one. That's, and that's that would be my, that was the debate I had, because I had the same thing. I'm like, it's either going to be Outer Worlds or Death Stranding. And I, sometimes the last game you play holds a little more weight because it's the last game you played. And I tried to go back and see what really separated the two for me. And I just got to say, even though the outer worlds is amazing, solid game that is just, is, is, is just super solid, great gameplay, so much fun. But at the end of the day, I feel like I've kind of played it before because Mm. I kind of have, even though it's a great world to visit and it's amazing game. I get you. I get you. But like I said, I like to think that, Something really has to stand out and almost be something that changes. The this whole is this landscape. is pretty wackadoo. I'll give you that. Like if yeah, you're looking yeah. for the unique thing of the year, whether you like right. it or not, whether you think it's pretentious or not, like whatever, you have to at least admit that dude makes what he wants to make. He did it, and y'all play it, and there you have it. There um, you go. Someone in the chat says. Uh, Red Dead, not Red Dead Redemption Two. Well, that came out in 2018. You can't count it. Yeah, the this PC year. version came out in 2019, so technically, I guess you could okay, do it on that. I could but... say PC game of the year, sure. But I and right. I would. I love RD, R, Red Dead Two. I love it. Yeah, R two D two. Yeah, as everyone as everyone sees it when they <laughs> when they first read it. I know it's annoying. Um, but I'm I'm uh, I don't think you can count it because it's been out a year for, on another platform. Right. So. Same, same as like uh, when GTA Five came out in twenty twelve or twenty twelve on existing consoles at the time were three sixty and and PlayStation three and then it hit PC like what two years later, right? I yeah. would have I would have called it game of the year that year for me except it wasn't new so there you go 
Right. All right. Uh, I'm now going to go back in time, Brian, and talk about something <laughs> old made new again. You may have heard of a little game all the way back in the late 90s called Age of Empires 2. Remember that game? What? Big fan. Do I remember it? I lived it. You lived it. You loved it. You were like me. You were a big fan. I remember right. you and I have talked about this game for feels like years, actually. Yeah, um, and I still I visit every once in a while, but not the definitive edition. Lululu. Yeah, so the first game, I don't think the second one had the Lululu guy, but the first one definitely did. Yeah, and did. Uh, every time you had a priest, he would go, Hululu, Hululu, And then people would change like, no, stop stealing my dudes. <laughs> Basically, yeah, he could convert your guys. Um, Age of Empires really did reveal itself to be the the other RTS at the time that wasn't Command and Conquer and wasn't Warcraft or Starcraft. And it set itself apart being very historically accurate, you know, basically. Um, it was a sequel to an already very successful game, but they really nailed it. They had tons of civilizations. They had random map uh, stuff. They had all kinds of great skirmish modes, great campaign. Like, it was really ahead of its time. Uh, a lot of developers that worked on that game went on to make stuff we all love now, like... Um, for a long time, one of the heads over there, uh, when they were making two, was Greg Street, who went on to work at Blizzard and is now at Riot Games. And, you know, there's there's people who who cut their teeth there at uh, Ensemble Studios back in those days. And uh, always been highly thought of. Three was an attempt to take it into the 3D uh, world. It didn't work out so well. I think, yeah, less I, successful. I think RTSs have come a long way since then, and four is looking very cool. Um, it looks like it might actually nail it and and be a confluence of gameplay, modern tech, and right. kind of the, a, the more modern Age of Empires looks, the less interested I am every time. Right, I, I just don't because the story really is was never really compelling. No, right, no. In in none of the they're just like really historic. They're like historic moments. Tried they tried to recreate them. So it's like, oh, remember when? Yeah. Uh, Freaking Napoleon came over the hill and poked that guy in the eye. Well, that's what we're going to do now. And it was that sort of yeah. thing. Less is um, more in this case, right? Yeah. Less is more. More is less. Um, anyway, it is. Uh, this is two uh, remastered. They call it the definitive edition. And I thought that meant just, oh, it'll be in 4K and widescreen. It's a lot more it's than not. that. It's a lot more than that. Um, there are like real water effects in it. It's got better terrain. The characters have more frames of animation. Um, it's a. Do you know how I usually won in Age of Empires two? Mm. I usually won because all my friends were like still like in Age of Empires one, and then they would get into two, and I would like make these fleets. Yeah. Of it's it all about the boats. Yeah. It was always about the boats for me, and I just they'd be all over there building their little stuff, and I'd like show up on, my, on the shores. Ah, here I am. Yeah, boats come flying in. Burr, 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 burr. Well, see, that's why when I when I would play friends, I would always do a, a archipelago kind of. Uh, land mass so that you right, couldn't right. sneak up on an island and just take everybody out with their boats i hated that but it was right. an interesting strategy but i i did a lot of versus ai gigantic yes. games just like huge epic turtle up make big civilizations like i was almost more interested in building my cities than i was defending them or fighting anyone else how many times did you curse when you first started playing though because i used to turn i would turn the ai on i'm like okay we're just gonna make the ai here and i'm mm -hmm. like okay Hard, I can do hard, no problem. I'll do that. Yep. Next thing I know, I'm sitting, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there picking berries, and they show up with like, you know, horses and yep. whatever. What those two, but you know, it was like it, it would always just like overwhelm me. I'm like, how the crap they resource so fast? Yep, this is all true. 
Uh, yes, I had similar experiences, but I absolutely loved it. I just loved it as an experience. I thought it was one of the great RTSs. Uh, the office I worked out at the time, we were going nuts with this game. Right. We played it a ton. It was a race to go from, you know, caveman or well, actually it didn't start caveman. That was the first game. This started like, I can't remember. Peasant. Peasant. Well, they were peasants, Peasant but level. I can't remember what the age was. Bronze age, maybe. Oh, Before, uh, pre- no, it was. It was uh, not bronze. It was. It was still wood, pre- right? It was whatever. Yeah, it was wooden stuff, but it was. It wasn't quite stone stick. age. It was something else. Yeah, it wasn't quite stick age. It was something you're stick right. Age. It was somewhere- <laughs> you know, the famous stick, stick age. age. Um, we have sticks. <laughs> <laughs> we will destroy our enemies with these sticks we found. Um. Anyway, it's cool. It's a really nice package, and it is lucratively available if you have game pass because if you have game pass on pc this thing is part of it so you just get it yeah i'm totally excited one thing you won't find though here is did you ever uh did you have your own own server or anything like that did you ever i never ran uh, my own server because at the time i thought two was dependent on that msn play right. thing didn't it, didn't so it was, require that or i can't remember what the deal was back then i can't remember but i do remember that near the end of his life when we had all just we would get together you know we would have big massive land games and we would have pizza and my camera's off and uh <laughs> and so we'd have big massive land games and uh is it back on yet i don't know i'll keep anyway watching. we would uh so we would we would uh we found that you could cheat you could find you could put these all these modifications not really cheating but you could put these modifications in where you would you could uh have like a kit from Knight Rider. Oh yeah, you and could edit would, the INI files and like put whatever yeah. re, uh stuff you wanted in there. That's true. Right. Yep. And they would have that's when uh when I first started having access to other people's uh, uh data files and stuff and you would change their their audio files and secretly secretly put it on their PCs so it would make some stupid noise. Yeah. Right when they're trying to play. That's I think that was like Five seconds before I started doing Quake uh, modifications, doing that kind of stuff. All right. Yeah, no, I, I, I same. It was like that era of everybody's hacking everything and coming up with wacky crap. And I remember Knight Rider or Kit being in the game. Kit. For some reason, I have memory Kit. of that. Uh, it's a very cool time for RTS is kind of the, I mean, maybe the peak of it for, right. for me anyway, because I was playing this Brood War, still playing a little, um, little, uh, uh, the one I said earlier, I just forgot the name. Oh, Command and Conquer. Although they were getting oh, yeah. weird, they were in like the I don't know the game was starting to get bad. But the uh, this thing was just at its peak. It's never seen anything quite like two, and so they re-released it. And I think it's like twenty nine bucks. It's kind of expensive for such an yeah, old game. Yeah. So you might go, oh, I don't know, that needs to be cheaper. But if you go look at it, go watch some video and stuff, it's vastly improved. It looks really good. It's still two-dimensional sprites everywhere and all that stuff's still true. But it looks amazing. Buildings blow up in really awesome ways. And that's not mm-hmm. so true of the original. Like, this is a gigantic improvement over the original. And uh, I think well, it's I'm rad. looking forward to it. Yeah, I would pay money for that. Can we play online? Can we play against each other? Uh, yes, this is, has full around. multiplayer, full support for all that stuff. Yes, 100%. Well, then we'll have to order some pizza and sit down. Oh, I would love to play. And tear you apart. I like the Turks. I'm a big fan of the Turks. Oh, yeah, the Turks are good. Yeah, they yeah. like the Turks. Yeah, I get, I get the Turks going, and then there's no stopping me. No stopping. Oh, and they, oh, and they, I forgot, they added, like, five or six new civilizations for this launch. Um, oh, really? Yeah. The Bavarians, Bolivians, mm. maybe. Maybe Bavarians and Bolivians are the... Or maybe I'm thinking the Bolivians. Or 
Not Bolivians. Yeah, Bolivians. Uh, then there was two or three other races. I forget what they were, but they add, they definitely added more. As well, if, until they put dinosaurs in it, you ain't got me. Then you're out. I'm out. Until <laughs> Age of Empires puts dinosaurs in their game, Brian is not interested. I need to start in the Jurassic period for my Age of Empires when the T-Rex was... <laughs> so someone in the chat says all the Bolivians harvest cocaine in the game they get the cocaine oh, true, going true story also um uh let's see T- Sidian's right tiberian sum was the last tolerable one i agree that was pretty good but not great mm-hmm. red alert 2 was amazing that's that was more amazing recent game. though but i would not luke skywalker in the chat says all command and conquer games are good no they're not yeah there is a there is a few there there's a run there where things get rough dude you have forgotten how bad that got but look at that. Look at that windmill here. Look at this windmill. I know this is a small detail, but that windmill in the old game didn't turn like that. It was oh, like, no. it was Heck like chop, no. chop, 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 chop. That thing's like a fully rendered out new thing. I mean, it feels like they went in there and just like blew that engine out. It's it's very cool. Right, right. So <laughs> I'm going to spend some time in there. I kind of, you know, one of the things I love to do is you get an AI dude and you put him on Farm, lowest, farm just the worst possible level of crappy AI and right. you give yourself lots of opportunities for money and stuff and <laughs> yeah. give him nothing yeah. and then you yeah. just go play civilization basically you just yeah, yeah. build rad cities and castles and, and keeps and towns and then you got big walls covering everything and and then if you want you can go out and destroy that guy but I love just yeah. building stuff it is very game. satisfactory to, to, to give it that edge usually Usually giving yourself and, and making it easy against your opponent kind of takes away. But I'm with you with, with yeah. Age of Empires. It is it's fine. It's fun, it's fine. right? Almost it's fun turn off. That. Yeah. I agree. Anyway, there it is. Age of Empires 2, the, uh, what did I call it, edition? Definitive edition. There it is. Let the yeah. memories come flooding back. Brian, tell me about Stadia. And what you've played on it, because oh, you got yes, one. We've got been saving, saving the best, or is it the worst for last? Right. Hmm. It's gonna be the best. Okay, review you've ever heard. Yeah, Stadia. Yeah, it worked for me. It's like Stadia. It's okay. It's all right. So okay, not to give too much away here. Stadia Founders Edition. I joined. I said, yeah, I want to be involved with this this crazy thing that Google is trying, which is basically offloading uh, gaming hardware onto a server. Nothing really totally new, but Google has the backbone and structure to make this a reality in a very smooth way. And for me, my personal experience, it was smooth, no problems or very few problems for the launch. However, I know that was not necessarily the norm for people out there. I heard a lot of people very angry and one of the reasons why is because what they're doing is something that is going to vary upon your access. Even the so, most po- even the most positive things said have been warnings of, you know, I had a great experience. I did this. I did that. But this thing, this right. still is just not ready for prime time. Like there's issues. Right. There's problems. There's lag. But there's also some business questions. Do you really want to pay monthly for a thing that you also still have yeah. to buy the games for? And without and that, see, that's the thing. Yeah. When Stadia launches proper, there's going to be no monthly fee unless you want some of the perks. 
So that's you the question. Still got to buy the games. That's the important this, thing well, to know. You still got to buy the games no matter what. Okay, so if you have Steam, you still have to buy the games. Any right. service, you're going to have to buy the games. Right. So the question is, what is you know Steam all they're really doing is delivering your items to you, so they don't have to charge a monthly service fee because they make their money off you know selling other games and they take a cut. Right. That's well, what they eventually. Do. Yes. Right now, there's no free tier. But yes, next year, there's supposed to be a free tier. That is correct. Right. Come out for Steam. Oh, 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 sorry. Steam. Yes. Yeah. You buy a game. Yeah, I'm talking about Steam. Steam. Right. You buy a Steam. The difference Steam there game. is the difference there is you put it on your hard drive and you are not dependent right. unless it's a multiplayer game with with online features. You are not right. dependent on we bandwidth know how Steam speeds. makes their money. Right. Right. We know what they do. Right. So the question always with Google is how are you making your money, Google? Because if you're not making money, then uh, the, the the common term is, you know, then I am the product. You know what? Who if, if you're not really selling a product, then, then I'm the product. And that's kind of the idea that's kind of iffy for me because I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't mind paying ten dollars a month to offload my server, uh, my to offload my gaming hardware onto a server and basically rent, you know, processes because what you're doing you're renting you know the processing power of a server remotely so that you don't you can offload all that stuff and the free the free tier will have um it'll be 1080p 60 is the plan right which is pretty pretty strong it's good that's not bad it's not bad and so if you can get it right so Mm -hmm. i mean if you're like me i just recently this year where i live i've actually got the bandwidth to do the things that i want to do but i know that's not everywhere i don't live in exactly a really small town but i live in a smallish town and i'm sure there's plenty of places where people are going Ooh, i want to play stadia but there's really not going to be nothing there because the business plan it sounds like the greatest benefit for this is to be able to play on a crappy laptop right mm, mm. because like you can play on since everything is offloaded elsewhere on stadia on the stadia service uh you can play like in a chromebook that's yeah, you their, play that's on any angle, right. The, the whole idea is any, any device any anywhere. Browser. Yeah, any well, any yeah. Chrome browser, but eventually any device, any OS, and even right. those that don't have Chrome, like you should in in theory, there'll be iOS apps, there'll be Android apps, there'll be the ability for people to play these on their iPads, on their on their Amazon uh, Fire right. tablets, on you know it, every screen, those, every screen, right is the on idea. every screen. And I'm telling you, I don't. The, the app's probably going to be you know. A Chromium browser of some sort. Probably. Let's not yeah. fool ourselves. Let's not fool ourselves. So, so to get this, the founders edition, there was, there's a lot of confusion on this. So a lot of people are going, this doesn't make any sense that Stadia is selling me, you know, Google is selling me a controller and a little, a little 4k Chromecast, uh, dongle, uh, and, and charging me money. And I've got to buy full games. That doesn't sound right because I can go get, you know, a, Right now, for Black Friday, you can get an Xbox One S for like 150 bucks. You know, and the Xbox Game Pass is a great deal. So, how do I compare? You know, I mean, apples to apples. Well, you really can't because this is not really something that you have to have, other than this artificial thing they've done, where they said, "Oh, if you want to play early, if you want to be a founder, we will sell you this kind of cool controller." I don't know if you can see it, uh, but this is the kind of cool controller here that I think is is okay. Just like the service is okay. The controller is okay. Uh, and But you don't have to buy that eventually, right? It's going right. to be free. Right. That's All the that stuff's going to be free, except for the games, of course. Except for the games. the games, yeah. They're like going to be a couple of free games. Destiny right now is yeah. free, so you play Destiny. they got to deal with them. And also, uh, yeah. what's the other game? Uh, the Sa- Samurai Showdown, I believe Oh, it Samurai is. Showdown is the other third-party one that you can get for free. Right. And then there's another one that they made. It's an original 
uh, or they paid to have it made. What's it called? Right. I don't know. That's Le- the only two uh, I saw in the guilt. store when I when I registered. I think it's guilt. Is how, but it's spelled guilt. like. Oh yeah, G-Y. but no, that that's that cost money. Oh, I, think. I thought that was free. I thought that was a free. No, uh, no, I think that's I think that's twenty bucks, and that's another question. How much are the games going to be on this store compared to all these other really? Well, we already we already know games. that because if you go buy Red Dead, you're paying fifty nine ninety nine. You're paying the same price right. you're going to pay everywhere else. If you exactly. play uh, Metro Exodus, you're going to pay fifty nine or forty nine, whatever it is. Well, actually, you're watching the Metro Exodus right now, which is not anyone playing on Stadia, as far as I know, or it may be. But I played this game. I picked it up because I did play the Destiny Two on the Stadia. This is PS4 Pro, by the way, just for the record. Is it PS4 Pro? Yeah, okay, that's so playing it. this is a game that I picked up for twenty bucks. So it's free. Think is it is it on the Xbox Game Pass right now? I think uh, it's actually yes, it is actually. The, it's part of the I game think Pass. it's part of the service right now. So. Yep. What's the, really the great benefit of me getting this one? Well, I just wanted to try something else besides Destiny 2 because the first night I played Destiny 2 on the Stadia, it ran great. It's just like playing local for me. Once again, exception to the rule, probably I got a really good connection. I've got my, you know, I'm plugged in through a network cable. I'm not playing this through wireless, which you can do, but not as good experience. The controller is connected through your Wi-Fi. Uh, I didn't really see much lag anywhere. Well, I'm watching, I'm now watching, so the video I'm showing now is a Stadia playthrough. Right. Um, What's happening is what I expected, and I think this is going to be true of xCloud or anyone else who does this. Yes. Yes. Uh, You're going to get artifacting, especially in dark games. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's because at the end of the day, this is still, this is video being sent to you. It's interactive video, but it's still video. And it's, Uh, it's 1080 video right Right. well if, on the the, the four, 4k for you could do up to 4k on what you're doing yeah if with you, the, if with you the have the pro bandwidth. i could do up to 4k right if you've got the right bandwidth for it and caps and all that stuff um right. but as you can see you know this looks good it's artifacty though i can see it in the corners especially right. i'm seeing like a lot of and if there's a lot of quick movement like one of the things i heard is if you play the red dead redemption 2 version of the game on mm-hmm. uh, or the stadia version of that game the whole beginning where you're going through a massive snowstorm right. looks like trash. Ah. Because think about what you've got. All those little particles going. It's like tailor-made for a bad experience with video streaming technology, which is what we're I talking think, about here. I think this guy's footage is probably misleading because mine had no artifacting at all. You're sure it about looked, that? Because technically I am, it has to have some. I it. it. has to have some. What? I'm not saying that it wasn't there. I'm saying on my 40-inch 1080 monitor TV thing that I have my 4K hooked up to, my my Chromecast, I didn't see any of this. Mine looked way better than this. Matter of fact, the, if you go to my Twitch channel, I actually have some video that probably looks a little, at least looks a lot better than this. Mm. Uh, so I didn't see this at all. I was worried about this, too. I was worried there would be a, a washing out uh, because of the compression, I was worried that there would be a lot of pixelation. None of that. None of that from what I'm watching local. I think this is probably going to mostly be this person's experience and then their rebroadcast. Well, and this, so. yeah, and this is the other problem is that everybody, like, sounds like you had an excellent experience. Everybody's I reporting did. different levels, and that's that's a bummer. Like, the platform yeah. needs to be consistent as possible. But maybe they're not even talking to us. This is for everybody who wants to just say, I don't want to buy a $500 console. I just want to play these cool games. Well, then here you go. There's a little bit of latency. There's possible artifacting. There's other things that may get in the way. But guess what? You didn't buy a console. So 
all you had to do is buy this $49 game or whatever it is, and you're set. Right. And maybe that's enough. Like, maybe that's enough the, for that group. The, it is. And so that's, that's the question. Where is this group at? Who is this group? It is such a, it is so faceted. It's hard to imagine that it's going to be satisfactory to a large enough people to really, you know, rival anything. But then I guess that's the next question. Is Google, what is Google's end game with this? What What is really their plan? I, I don't think it's to take over the market because they didn't really come out really splashy with this. They kind of came out and said, hey, here's Stadia. And it's, you know, it's. Here's what they're going to do. They're going to cancel it in four years. No, well, that's what we all worry about. That's, Everyone that's says that. The, <laughs> that's my biggest <laughs> slowdown for this platform. And the thing that I think if everybody else thinks like me, they're in big trouble because it took me years to be, to feel comfortable with buying games on steam because we used to have the discussion all the time. Yeah. What happens if steam disappears? Right. What happens if I have a thousand dollars worth of video games on the steam platform yeah. and then they disappear thousand dollars worth of games. That's not as many as you think. Well, it's actually, but, we actually have an answer to that now a little bit. We didn't know this right. at the time, but now if something like that were to happen, Let's and let's, we'll keep using Steam as the example. Um, right. In a lot of cases, not all, but in some cases, the way that would work is the people who made the game, the publishers that made the deal with Steam in the first place, right. would be able to give you Tr- access to the game, to possibly some other, service, possibly right? yeah, service or not, maybe even just have it standalone on your hard drive. Like there are a lot of ways you mm-hmm. could do it now. I could see a way out of that hole. I can't right. see it here because this no. is like taking the console out of your house. And right. and then turning it off and saying, "Oh, sorry, you can't play anymore." So that fifty nine ninety nine I spent on Red Dead, where is that now? Do I own it now? Do I still what? Like, what is it now? Do I still own right. that game? At least with digital downloads uh, and services like Steam uh, or Game Pass, for that matter, um, you have a sense of some permanence. And part of that is there's longevity with these companies that've been around forever. Steam has, you know, Valve has shown that they can do this and hold the hold the line for a very long time and that Microsoft's a big company with deep pockets and not going anywhere anytime soon. Also, I bet xCloud will not just be, Hey, stream games. I think they're going to be, you bought a game. You can play it on the hard drive or on the go or streamed only or buy the disc. And then all three of those things are possible because you own the, you own the license to it. Like I, I think the, that's going to the be most, their value proposition. And if it is, right. that's a way better value proposition than this. And they have the wherewithal to have this, the same or better behind the scenes stuff. And it's funny because I don't even have an Xbox this generation. I think this whole last generation yeah, was yeah, a screw yeah. up by Microsoft. But they are poised to do this the best if they are going to do it at all. Yeah. So and I really think, I think that really the only angle here is is people playing, picking up their mobile picking up their AAA titles and then playing them anywhere they want as they go throughout the day. So this may not be for me and you where we can have, you know, we have access time where we can just sit and we focus on video games really hard. But, you know, if I, if I'm a young up and comer, you know, and I've got, you know, I've I've got a really fast paced lifestyle. I know I'm at home, I'm playing this new hot game. Then I want to, you know, I got to get in the mass transit. You know, I I just pull up my, you know, my whatever small device I have and just keep on playing right there with that AAA title. That is an amazing idea. I love that this a, demographic you're describing, though. I'm trying to figure out who I this is. I know. It's, it's, well, I mean, the, you know, it's maybe it's there. I, I Are don't they? know. I don't know I either. Say. I don't know either. I mean, I'm not, you're not wrong. Like, people would love, but here's what I would love the most. If they said, 
thank you for the $60. Play the game right. now. Okay, how do you want to play it? Well, I guess I'll stream it on my phone or I'll stream it on my TV or I'll stream it, stream it, stream it. Or actually, I want to download it locally and play it off this PC. Okay, right. cool. You can do that too. Oh, well, I actually, what I'd really like to do is put it on this tablet. Okay, do that. You can do that. Like, that's what I, I want the op, I want those kinds of options, especially during this period of transition where the internet, especially in this country, is not the same as a right. lot of the subsidized stuff that happens in South Korea or Sweden or places where they have amazing bandwidth as a standard option no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. We don't have that here. It's all over no, the place. No. And so we're going to have an awkward puberty moment. Oh, oh, absolutely. See, that's the thing. We're so close to it. I mean, we've been promised that we've been we've been promised this idea, this cloud gaming for, you know, quite a while now. And we're finally at a place where it's really close and we just all want to just reach out and just grab it. Right. And it's just but I've been satisfied. I, I think the biggest thing that I was concerned about that this is going to be an absolute flop. It ended up being an OK and OK may be good enough for Stadia. I think it may be good enough for it to hang on and may be good enough uh, to go forward for a while. And I'm feeling a little more comfortable about buying the games as I go along. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready to drop the $60 video game, but I'm certainly purchasing, you know, the $20 games on sale. Yeah, that and, would make uh, sense. I do that now on phones and, you know, right. I'd switch. I'll, I always check the switch store. They got some weird janky $8, $8 game. I'm like, what is this? And I'll, I'll download yeah, it. Cause you know, out. why not? Let's just try it. So Man, there, you there's, can make so much more money off me $20 at a time than you can at 60 and 70 Oh, heck yeah, dude. And you and I are those kind of gamers, though. We're looking for those smaller experiences right. that are not just because they're more affordable. Sometimes they're just they're innovative and different, and it's three or four guys on a team and not some AAA thing that we have to spend, you know, 80 hours on. Sometimes it's a thing right. we can spend a few hours on and then talk about it and feel good about our $15 investment. So part of me thinks that what will make this service shine is if they delve into that more. Or at the very yeah. least, like if they're going to have a paid tier, which they still plan to do, right, right? those paid tiers, including a ton more games that are just part of the service, like Game Passes or anything else, that yeah. would go a long way to get Stadia in more houses, I think. Yeah. And I think the thing that works, the, the, the thing that was the most successful to me with this experience was there was a few times I forgot I was even playing the Stadia. Yeah, that's I was good. Just totally focused. I was totally focused on the game. So how is uh, so, Exodus? You like it? It's fun. So I yeah, Metro Exodus is really good. I was kind of surprised. Uh, I I had this. I, I've only played just a few minutes of Metro series uh, over the years, and I've really always wanted to get into it. And it's been like, oh, it's always got such good reviews, and I really want to kind of get into it. So I got into Exodus, and the story starts out really scary. Yeah. A lot of jump scares. I was like, I don't, I don't remember this being marketed as something that was going to be making me jump so much. But man, mm-hmm. they get scary. you, they get you right in the butt. It does. Have you played this yet? No, uh, I have it on this? Game Pass. I intend you to play it. Totally I'm, get it and play it all. Is played the last a, one. Played the last jump. one a lot, twice. Right. I think I played that game. I loved it. Here's the thing, though. Uh, what was I going to say? Mm. Did you ever? Oh, do you remember? So back in the day, they made a game before these Metro games called. Oh, they were Russian developers. Oh, I was talking about, uh, what was it? It's not Striker. It's like... No. Whatever it is, it's like an irradiated Russia. Yes. Oh, what was it called? I had like all of them because... Stalker. Stalker, that's it. Stalker, that's it. They were giving it away at one point. That game was weird, man. What a weird effing game. Yeah. But yeah, you you see the genesis of those into these Metro games, and it's it's very good. 
Unless I've got it wrong who it is. I think it's the same developers. I could be wrong. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, there you go. Stadia at a glance uh, certainly as Brian plays more games on it. Perhaps those will right. be games. And right now, in the it's, it's going to be kind of limited. 22 yeah. games at release. Though. We've got some, uh, most of these titles are, I think, intentionally picked because they're not necessarily Twitch shooters. They're not really fast. I mean, Destiny 2 is kind of Twitchy, but not really. Right. Come on, it's kind of. There you go. Slow. Met- Metro Exodus got a lot of in between time. So, but Doom this next year coming out. So that may be a little faster and we'll have to see how, I hope how so. those kind of, that's a very twitchy shooter. Yeah. And there is latency, no matter how you look at it, there is measurable latency, whether you care or not is a different yeah. issue, but yeah. And you know, I wasn't seeing it in the games I was playing, yeah. but because I wasn't really needing it necessarily, I didn't need it to be like, Oh my God, super fast, instantaneous. I just need it to be fast. Enough. Well, I've had it's some, I've heard enough. some people say, if you, if you're playing a PlayStation four, Yes. With the controllers in Bluetooth mode, not wired, you're right. experiencing about the same amount of lag there that you might with Stadia, right? And that you know, if people are worried about Twitch shooting and, and being a hundred percent on. You're always wired with everything anyway, including internet. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's an interesting. If, if you're that concerned about that kind of stuff, Stadia is probably not for you. And I don't think it'll ever. Those things will probably never do well on this platform for a while, at least. Well, you know, you know, Fortnite will be on there. Be fun to see how that goes. Um, yeah, and of course, you know, I don't know. Would I put Fortnite? I wouldn't put Fortnite. Well, you might not, like, but I know people who would, you wouldn't want to put it on phones either. But yet, people do. But they did, didn't they? True well, story. Yeah, they make a crap crap load of money on that platform. Most of their money, I think, is still made on phones. I which believe is so. Ridiculous. Anyway, uh, quick note or quick note that we uh, a couple of things we did. I've been playing a lot more Red Dead Redemption Two. I'm loving that game. It's great. PC version is amazing. I love it. I love it. And uh, right. mostly that in ESO. I haven't had time for much else that's new. But you spent some time in Luigi's Mansion with Drew, and I would love to know how yeah. that went. How'd that go? Drew's my oldest son. He's 21, and he stopped by before he went to Disney World, and we plopped down on the couch because I had been playing Luigi's Mansion Three solo, but I, there were, there was some cooperative parts that you could play because you could play as Luigi and then the other person could play as Gooigi. Wait a minute. You uh, tell me Han Solo. Oh, Solo played it. You didn't not Han Solo's in Luigi's Mansion 3. No, no, no. I didn't. I soloed it myself individual. So, so yeah, so we got together and we played it and it was actually harder because, uh, the way, because I don't, I don't have two controllers. So I had to split my, you know, my little controller up and I had to use the little small bits and trying to steer, luigi and do the ghost hunting with one stick and a few buttons ah! <laughs> it was frustrating uh but uh but it was still fun it was it was fun we had a lot of fun because you got to cooperate a little bit but really I, I i meant to mention that i also picked up because i wasn't sure hit the red box i said what you got here i got a free code for uh, a game i picked up star wars jedi fall fallen fall out fallen out what what do you write that what fallen order right oh fallen order that's the new um yeah that's, that's the, the new, new that's the Star new Wars one. game, yeah. I'm I'm intending yeah. to play that. I just gotta. I'm going to do the Origins PC thing where I get the you pay like twelve bucks or whatever, and just I'll Smart. play it for a month and then cancel or something. Smart after Smart. I beat it. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a. I I enjoyed what I what I played, which wasn't much, but maybe like three or four hours, maybe. But it was it was good. It was a good time. I thought it was solid. I thought the it kind of sucked me in really well, and so I don't know. Yeah. People, I've I've heard people complain about the stupidest stuff, but I don't know it's stupid. I don't ever want to downplay people's uh, frustration. I understand. I'm always always listen. You got to listen. If somebody's saying something, even if it sounds stupid to you, matter of fact, if it sounds stupid to you, you may need to listen a little closer, yeah. and then go, oh yeah, that's stupid. 
No, or go, a- oh, valid point. <laughs> so, yeah. But I always try to stop because every every time somebody says something, I'm like, I want to give their their I want to give them the time to see if they're saying is valid. And one of the things that they're saying is, of course, that oh, could we have one more bland white guy? This is what some people are saying. So don't don't think it's like a huge portion of people. But some people are saying, sure. oh, a boring white guy uh, is is you know is is the lead of this Star Wars game. Why can't we do something different? And I'm like, at first, I was like, oh, shut up. And I was like, you know what? That's a that's a valid that's a valid feeling. Sure, right? but there's a that's bunch a of there's a want. bunch of boring white guys in Star Wars. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, consistent. So, I mean, I on one hand, I, I'm like, yeah, I guess that was their vision. It doesn't really play to you, but. Do we need every one of these games to play to everyone? I don't know if you how can. Would you I like, guess probably how would you should. like a not boring Spanish guy in The Mandalorian? Right. I've watched that. That's pretty cool. He's Spanish. Right. You know. So, I mean, like I said, my first, my knee jerk reaction was stop being so angry at everything. And my next reaction was like, well, you know, if, if they, if that's how they feel, if they feel that way, then maybe there's a valid point there somewhere. And, uh, but I still enjoyed it regardless for what it is. I can't make it into something else. I can't make it into what would be satisfying to everybody, but I can enjoy it for what it is for me personally. Sure. So, I mean, I enjoyed it. I like where you're at. I'm a, I'm a boring white guy, so, you know, it played right to me. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I am going to play that game. I just need to get it. I'll probably stream the whole thing or something. Right. Uh, John, our buddy John beat it in like 20 hours. Like, oh, I wouldn't doubt it. It it, it moves. That yeah. game moves. No matter who you're playing as, you're just like it's almost like that downhill biking thing. It's just like one action scene to the next. Just go. go I'm into go. that. I like it. I like the Metroid vibe I'm getting from seeing it. Some of the stuff I see from it. I don't like Dark Souls much, but I the thing I like about Dark Souls is the combat. What I don't like about Dark Souls is the punishing difficulty of Dark Souls and the right. sparing save points and all that crap. I kind of hate that. This right, game right. seems to be the right level of the things I do like about it and less of the things I don't. So I'm going to get in and play that game. Hmm. Now this, whoops. Now this it's a me, Mario. <laughs> time for us to play a little game called guess my game. And guess it. a little meta game we play on the show. We try to guess each other's games based on sound files that each of us plays. I always start, Brian, I'm going to play a clip. Let's see if you can guess what this comes from. Are you ready? Do it. Here it is. What's going on here? That's me after Thanksgiving dinner. No, what game does right, that was do? that all? I don't know, but I really dig the music. I'm trying. I'm racking my brain, but I can't get any traction on that at all. Is, give me some at, tips. All right, don't look at the chat room because someone's already okay, got okay. it. Um, I'll give you a hint. You carry a little radio around with you. That when say this, anything? No nope, movie? Nope. Oh, okay. And when the <laughs> not a boombox over your head the whole time. Right. Um, no, it's a little radio that gets loud and scratchily or scratchily. It gets all like staticky when you get near um, something bad. Oh, okay. Still okay. any ideas? So kind of, it, it must be like a horror game. Yeah, you're right. It's a horror game. And I would say it's a... The, and the sound sounded very 90s, maybe like mid-late 90s. Very late 90s. Very. I'll give you the platform. It was PlayStation 1. Oh, and I will, 1. And I will tell you this story, which is when I played it, for the first time, I got to a part right. about eight hours in, 
maybe less. And it scared me so bad that I put the controller down, turned off the machine, took the disc out, tossed the disc across the room, went upstairs, left all the lights on on my way up, got into bed and said, I'm not putting the dogs away. You're going to have to do it. That's what happened to me. Scared the hell out of me. So now that's got to either be, that's either got to be, is that Silent Hill? That is correct. Silent Hill. Nice job. Ah, yes. Well, now you, I remember you telling me that 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 game scarred you it like did. really bad. It did. You get this sound for winning. There you go. Well done. It did scare me. I don't me know really if bad. I. I don't know if I won as much as I uh, made you give me hints until there was nothing left. <laughs> so. I mean, kind of sure. There was a hill. Right, it right. was kind of silent. I could have gone that right, far. Right. Right. Anyway, there's that, and. Uh, why is this? Activate Pac-Man. Never mind. I couldn't remember what that clip was. Pac-Man. Activate the Pac-Man. All right. Uh, I'm going to play yours now. I don't know what this is. I haven't played it yet. This is my first time hearing it. Let's see if I can figure it out. Get on them. Attack, I say. Get on them. Attack, I say. Sounds like you wait. The battle is on. To your weapons. By my direction, attack! The Frozen North. The name given to the stark and unforgiving frontier that lies beyond... The name of the game, essentially. Oh, oh, will it? Let's see. Yeah, but that's fine. You keep going. A bleak wilderness where barbarian clans and tribes of giants roam the land. All right, I'm going to guess. All right. Without hearing a name. Um, that sounds like a fantasy game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not Icewind Dale, is it? No, no, but okay. you're kind of, you know. Am I in the zone there? You're in the zone-ish. Um, is it an RTS? Can you tell me that? It is a, a third-person role-playing oh, game. Oh, third-person role-playing game. Give me an age. Give me how old. It is early 2000s. Okay. Um, Developed by BioWare. Uh, then I'm going to say this is Neverwinter Nights. Very good. Ding! Wait, I got to play this. Ding! All right, I got it. I've uh, uh, I played Neverwinter Nights. I actually own a, like an updated version that Steam had for like four bucks that is yeah. uh, runs on modern platforms, and there's like weird servers out there you can join. Yeah. Like little mini MMOs. And every time I play it, every time I go back and play it, I'm like, why did I stop playing Neverwinter Nights? And I get back in, and I play it, and I'm like, God, this is such a good game. I it love really this was. game. And it was then, so cool, man. At the yeah, time, yeah. And then, and then about you know about an hour or two in, I'm like, Lord. well, it's not I'm part. Of, some things don't hold up for sure. But what I loved right. about it were the tools they gave players to make their own scenarios and campaigns. That stuff mm-hmm. was unprecedented, and you could build entire like uh, conversation trees and have different events happen mm-hmm. based on those conversations they also had a a, like a dm mode where somebody could be the dungeon master and y'all could go into his dungeon and he would drop encounters right in front of you like (laughs) he would drop like a dragon into the fight and you'd have to fight the dragon it was they were really aiming to you know and it was i think using third uh uh, gen 3 rules or uh third edition rules i should say for dnd at the time anyway it was a really really cool thing and um Sadly, Bioware no longer even yeah, resembles their that's old the part that makes me the That's yeah. the part that makes me the saddest. There is that Neverwinter MMO that's out that's okay, free-to-play oh, thing. Oh, I never played that. It's all right. 
it's not the i mean if you're gonna do that you may as well play <laughs> eso or guild wars 2 or something else if right. you're not gonna play wow play play something better exactly but, it, like it, it came along at a time when it kind of stood out but now it would just be it would just be you know another one it'd be poopski it'd be poopsy uh well done nice job now this we are going to do an email from a listener who sent an email in under the name Audrey Smurfter. Do you think that's real? Do you think that's real? I think it is. Smurfter? Adriel, quickly, give me my Smurf map. Smurfter. I've never heard of the name Smurfter. S-M-E-R-F-T-E-R. I think it's Smurfter. Smurfter? It might be Smurfter. I'm Audrey Smurfter. See, I didn't want to say it like that. I did. But, but Smurfter. I wanted like to say it like that the whole time. All right, so this person, uh, I don't know if they're male or female. It doesn't really matter. They said this. Uh, hey, do you guys ever play your older consoles? Or do you just move to the next thing and never look back? That's the whole question. Right. Uh, all right, so I'm a weird combination of this. But for the most part, I kind of move on. So all in the past days. And I'm bummed about some of them because I wish I had my CDX still. I wish I had my 32X still. I wish I still had my N64. Uh what happened was I would play, 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 and then a new thing would come out. And I'm like, this is old and busted. We don't need the old thing. And I would sell it so I could justify paying yeah. for the new thing. And I've done that all the way up through, I think the last, I think the 360 and the PS3 are the only ones I still have that I just kept past right. their past their expiration. And so I'm, I'm really bad at that. And it bums me out because I would have the most amazing console and game library ever. But I sell all my stuff once I'm done. I, I used to be the same way. And I think I probably stopped around the same time. I think I actually I did sell my PS3. Uh, but like my Wii, I kept that. Oh, yeah. Um, I still I have the Wii, Wii, I guess. I have that somewhere. Yeah. yeah. The so, Wii U I, I mean, have, it, yeah. it, it varies. I mean... But, I, have more, yeah, I guess I, I have more Nintendo stuff. I have Nintendo stuff from GameCube forward now that you mentioned that. Right. So now I have my GameCubes, and this makes more yeah. sense. And I have, uh, you know, since they've been doing these little uh, minis, mm-hmm. I haven't bothered uh, taking out my old carts and stuff. And Because really, it's, it, the, the problem with the older consoles, especially at this point, like the N64 and the SNES, is trying to get my HDMI you know, adapter and you have to make sure you have all the connectors and everything. And then you got to pull It's It's such yeah. a pain. I mean, I it's love retro gaming. I love old games. I love to pick them up, but I don't want to manage the platforms. I want right. to just like and, fire it up and play. And see, we're getting into a place. It's like, uh, I see we're, we're still part of that generation that had to have, you know, physical items. And as we move forward more and more, these things are going to be less and less important. Like the stadia, we it, people having trouble understanding the stadia thing is like, wait, you don't have hardware. You just it's a service. Yeah, no, that doesn't make and, sense. and I don't have any. I don't have any. Uh, what's the word? I don't have any connection or love for like the stacks of DVDs that I own. I don't want those right. anymore. I want to get rid of. I them. don't want them anymore either. No, I know. Like, what's the point of that at all today? I went to the library today, and uh, I was. I was perusing the DVD collection they had, and I was like, "Ooh, I like. I haven't seen this movie in forever. And I bet it's, it's not on Netflix. It's not anywhere." And I'm like, "I just get it." And I'm like, "Oh my god, really? I'm gonna go up to the counter. And I'm gonna get this thing. I'm gonna take it home, and I'm gonna put it in my player, and I'm gonna watch it, and then I'm gonna take this thing back." No, I'm not gonna do that. No, no, you're not. You're not. You're. There's some other way to get it. Worst case, you find a friend who's got a Plex server that has it, or your Plex server has it because you used to have the disc, or. 
or right. one of these myriad of of old and new streaming services are all bringing it back. Yeah. Like it's just this, I, there's too this much anyway. I've already got too much to to watch and see yeah. and catch up on. It's not like I'm sitting around going, "Damn it! If I don't watch my dark my DVD copy of Dark City, I'm gonna explode." No, I'll be sh- fine. We're in a shameful time, a shameful time of riches. It really is an embarrassment of riches right now. Yes, with this kind of content, we're just we we have no idea this golden age we're living in. It's insane, mm-hmm. and we don't appreciate it, and we still yell at each other on the internet about it. What is, wrong, what is wrong with us? I have no idea. You're crazy. Anyway, I guess that is a form of yelling. Uh, anyway, thank you for the email. If you'd like to send your own in, go to the website and click on the contact link or use the boopshow at gmail.com address. That one totally works. Boopshow at gmail.com. By the way, somebody in the chat or a whole bunch of people in the chat came up with what boop stands for. And I'd like to read some of these. Would you like to hear these? Oh, yes, I would. Because I like that idea. Oh, a whole bunch of them got cut off. Crap. I forgot the chat runs out. Dang it. Say your words, people. Say them again. Here's some. Beautifully offered otter popsicle. Uh, Bitch on our poop. Uh, Boisterous octogenarians on PCP. We're not octogenarians. Not even close. Well, yeah, eventually, maybe. Well, we're Gen Xers right now. Kiss our butts. We don't care. We're slackers. Um, we're slackers. It says, uh, let's see, Bernie's on our porch. <laughs> <laughs> Bitterly opening opening other pallets. Mm. Uh, there's a bunch here, but now I lost most of them because the chat cut them off. If somebody has the ability to go back and get those, I would love that list again because I want a bag of old potatoes, ba- uh, bad old original players. Like, I want to come up with a good one and use it. Oh, yeah. So you guys get on that. Probably players yeah, make re- sense. We'll have playing. to rename it to B.O.O.P. Yeah, but then yeah. we can say to people, what does it mean? Yeah. Well, it means like, you know, the sound boot, but also it means, you know, bag of original players or bag of right. opinionated Exactly. Potatoes. And then whenever somebody says, whenever somebody says boop, we go, no, no, it's B-O-O-P. 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 Yeah, if anyone comes after us, like Blizzard says, hey, we got the boop thing going with Lucio. We'd like to have full control over that. I'll say, well, ours doesn't stand for that. It stands for this. What are you going to do? Send your fat lawyers to us? Yeah. F off. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't think they do that. F anyway. off, eh? Yeah, F off, eh? Um, anyway, send us boopshow at gmail.com or a voicemail would be fine. 801-471-0462. I got a bunch of those in the wings. I need to go through them all and just see if there are any for the show. I haven't had time, but I will. I'll get to it. Our website is frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. Again, make of the, those never <laughs> those letters what you will. We are on Twitter at boopshow, the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson. And you can find our Reddit at boopshow.reddit.com. Also, a bunch of you have been submitting uh, titles today. I'm going to choose from one of those. Thanks for doing that. Uh, Vote for those titles if you haven't already in the chat room at frogpants.showbot.tv. There's a bunch of those in there now, and we would love to choose titles based on some of the stuff you said. So check that out. I think that's everything. Brian, final words of wisdom from Brian. Uh, Yes, Stadia. It's okay. It's a thing. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Stadia, that's their new on-the-box thing. They're going to sell that controller. That's right. uh, okay. Stadia, it's a thing. Uh, excellent stuff. Thank you all for being here. We'll see you next time for another Boop Show. Until then, for me, for Brian, for all of you, take care. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Oh, whoops. I didn't play it. Oh, I'm doing it again.
I don't like steam. I love steam. There. <laughs>